Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Series 3, Episode 259 um, of, of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you very much for joining us today as we pause from our Come Follow Me study for today as we do on a Monday. Look at some listener comments on Facebook in our Facebook group and also share something else that either you've been studying if anyone shares anything or something I've been studying that is separate from the Come Follow Me uh, materials. Uh, today we have a couple of comments to share from our Facebook group, so let's go straight there first of all. Um, of course, this week we were talking a lot about the um, the trials and difficulties in, that the saints in Missouri were facing. Um, and thank you for, to this comment from Candice that says, When I went through the hardest trial of my life, I wondered how God could let it happen. But after lots of prayers and therapy and support from friends and family, I realised I'd become a much better person. God didn't make the Missourians attack. He allowed the natural consequences of life to happen because he knew that through his help, the saints would become strong enough to build a worldwide church. It's similar to something I read in a book recently, which referred to the phrase, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. They said that's not true. Getting hit by a car and breaking your legs does not make you stronger. It's the physical therapy, the rest, the work you put into a recovery that makes you stronger. Being driven from their homes and destitute in the middle of winter didn't make them stronger. Turning to God and learning how to protect yourself and help you, helping your neighbours and becoming a better person is what made them stronger during the whole Missouri period. There's a great quote as well by Camille uh, Stewart that says, What we become by going through in trials in our lives is the purpose of the trial. Close quote. Um, absolutely echo those thoughts. I think that you know we, we sometimes play down or dismiss the trials that people go through by saying, oh, there's a purpose for it, you know, there'll be a reason why it's happening. And, you know, sometimes in life there are reasons why certain things happen, but sometimes in life there is no reason except for the learning and the development that we will receive Um, because we will develop and grow and learn through trials. That that is a given, you know, that is as humans what we do. It's through trials and difficulties that we develop and grow. I may have shared this before, I can't remember on this podcast, but um, when there's a, there's a great, a great um, thing that I learned about companies such as uh, Disney and Groupon. And there was another company as well, a very big company. I think, I think it was Apple, actually. And there's a question of what links these three companies together. Uh, and it is that, that they were developed and built up and founded um, in the middle of some sort of financial depression or financial dip in the market. Um, that you know it was through financial financial difficulty that these now bulging and bird and and very um, successful companies have now been raised from. So it's through those trials uh, that we see um, that we can truly uh, become better and greater. Uh, a quick comment on John Murdoch as well, again by uh, Candice Welch this time says, I found it interesting that he was commanded to preach the gospel his whole life, and at first he interpreted that as going on missions, which he sacrificed a lot to do, but later he stopped going on missions. Does that mean he, he didn't keep that commandment to him, or he realised he can keep the same command to preach the gospel in other ways, as a bishop, a patriarch, etc.? It just really helped me realise that we can keep all keep the commandments in different ways than others, and even different than we did at a previous time in our life. Great, great comments as well. Our life is going to very rarely be the same all the way through and we're going to have different things to focus on despite trying to live and and follow the things we need to uh, in our lives as well. And so I think that is a great comment to make. Uh, So in terms of uh, what I've studied this week, I'm actually really excited to share this. So 
I've always been intrigued by the phrase uh, enmity and how uh, in Moses chapter four, we're taught about how there is going to be this enmity between us, uh, between us as as in the, the children of Adam and Eve uh, and Satan. So in verse 20, the Lord is speaking to the, to Lucifer uh, after Adam and Eve have partaken of the forbidden fruits. And in verse 20, he says, Because thou hast done this, thou shalt be cursed above all a castle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust thou shalt eat all the days, shalt thou eat all the, all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, between thy seed and her seed, and he shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. Um, now, this phrase enmity, um, it, it took me a little, a little while to, to find out and discover what that means. If you uh, look for the, well, there's obviously going to be many definitions. But one definition I found was it is a state of feeling of active opposition or hostility. Um, and so it's this animosity, this hostility or opposition against something. And so there is enmity between us and and Satan. Now, I guess the question is, well, you know, how do we see this in our lives today? How do we see that people around us have an enmity? You know, because this is what's been promised by the Lord to all of us, that there will be this enmity between um, this, us and, and, and him. And for me, um, when I was reading um, Brad R. Wilcox's Brad R. Wilcox's book, there was a great, great um, kind of section where he was talking about this enmity and how that is a blessing for us from our Heavenly Father, that we have this natural, innate desire to do good and to shun evil. Of course, over time, depending on people's choices, that desire and, and um, inclination towards doing good um, can change depending on what their life experience is, what their desires become because of their choices and things like that. But all of us, to begin with, have this enmity. Um, now, he says uh, in his book, quote, When my brothers and I were growing up, my dad would give us a father's blessing at the beginning of each new school year, a tradition I have continued with my children. In the same way, Heavenly Father gave us a type of father's blessing before we came to this earthly school. It happened in the Garden of Eden when Satan was cast out. That's when God placed enmity, a hatred, between Adam and Eve's posterity and all that is evil. We are all born with the light of Christ, and we are also all born with a hatred for anything sinful. Close quote. Now, as I say, as life progresses and the world takes hold of uh, as many children of God as it can, as Satan reaches his influence out into the world, he tries to dull that light of Christ. He tries to quell that sense of, or that uh, that hate, that hatred for anything sinful, uh, and blot out that light from our lives. But as members of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, not only can we recognise Satan's tactics, as we spoke about in last week's Monday episode, which if you didn't listen to, I would recommend, because that was um, something really interesting as well um, that I learned about the tactics of, of the adversary. But also, um, we, we, we understand and know his tactics, but we also have the gift of the Holy Ghost, which amplifies and kind of increases tenfold the power of the light of Christ in our lives. Because not only can we have the light of Christ within us to direct and prompt and guide us uh, to do good rather than do evil, but also we have the Holy Ghost as a constant companion with us, protecting and guiding and comforting through this life. Um, 
light. It all comes back to light, uh, the light of Christ and the light that shines forth as we receive the Holy Ghost into our lives to, to pull us away and sanctifies and cleanses from those things that we've mis done, mistakenly done wrong so that we can come back to our Saviour and that love he has for us. I am so grateful for this because for me, with my children, you know, it's something I see that they have this natural inclination. Um, and some people would say, well, that's because they've been brought up in a religious setting. They, they're taught, you know, right and wrong in this way. But, you know, you see it with young children, um, that there is this natural inclination to do good. And that's why we're also told very often to be childlike uh, by our by our saviour, to be as the, the little children, because they allow that light of Christ to direct their lives. Um, thank you very much for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this study. Uh, please do join us tomorrow as we begin next week's study on our Come Follow Me materials once again. Uh, lots of uh, great things uh, to have a look at this week, as always. Uh, and please do share the podcast. It'd be great if you could share it with someone you, you think might be interested in. Um, and also, uh, please do share the podcast uh, on our social media and leave a review. It would really, really help out. Please follow us on Facebook, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And of course, um, you can email ldsstudysession at gmail.com. Thank you for your time. And until we meet again. <laughs>